0: It's only November, December you can buy insurance in the marketplace. But Biden came into office, one of the first things he did is sign an executive order to reopen the markets in every place that works with the federal marketplace. So if you're in one of those states, one of those 36 states, you will have from February 15th until May 15th to purchase health insurance again. Um, The good news for that is anybody out there that uh, didn't get covered, Anybody out there that might be worried about COVID, it's a time for you to, to re-enroll. So, yep. that's kind of the big message for the day.
1: Big news, everybody. Big news. So, get it's your information together. Find out what state is, you know, going to be affected by this and yeah, they get don't need
0: together. To, they don't need to find out. You know what they can do? Tell me. They can reach out to me. Exactly. Health insurance, of <laughs> I can help them figure out if they're in the right kind of state.
1: Yeah. So Be- that's
0: one thing. Um, and the other thing too, is that health insurance, um, it, it, you know, it isn't the, isn't the sexiest business, <laughs> even though I'm one of the sexiest guys in the business. But you know, the thing about the health insurance business is that there are other plans out there too. So not just Obamacare plans. And in fact, I work in a marketplace that provides uh... underwritten coverage and that means the healthier you are the better coverage lower rice, lower rates you might have so again look at what's out there contact me contact another agent it's just worth doing
1: awesome so we have a facebook user that says so good to learn this everybody's very excited that you're here and that you're talking about this information wendy craft says hello <laughs>
0: Hello, Hello, Wendy. Wendy. Glad to see you. Glad to see you.
1: Thank you for being here. Wendy is a
0: friend of mine. She is in North Carolina. uh, And she is also part of one of the groups that Catherine and I are part of, which is the Happy Neighborhood Project. So if you all aren't familiar with the Happy Neighborhood Project, it's uh, a large networking organization across the country. It's all free, all the time. Check it out, thehappyneighborhoodproject.com. Tell Edward Barry the Chief Happiness Officer, that we sent you Uh, But anyways, it's a great
1: group (laughs) Oh, I love it. I hang out there all the time. I mean, it's just like, it's like a a network, a palooza, you know, people are having a good time. It's all about happiness first, business second, uh, you know, versus the other way around. So yeah, that's where we, you know, met. And so thanks to that, we're here today at the Because of the Happy Neighborhood Project. So yay! And I also I reached
0: out to out. you, Catherine, especially because Catherine lives in a town that I used to live in. I went to the University of Texas for business school mm, um, cool. a few years ago. Just a couple. <laughs> anyway, yeah, just a couple years ago. Um, and when I was there, it was just called oss It was so young. They haven't put the tin part on the name of the city yet. But anyways, so, does this coverage cover in-house doctor visits by any chance? Um yeah, my coverage covers doctor visits. Every coverage covers doctor visits in some shape or form. But thats I love that question because you don't know what your plan covers until you know what your plan covers.
1: Yeah.
0: And every plan is different. Um, every plan provides different kinds of coverages at different kinds of rates. And the scarier part about that is each doctor charges different amounts for what they do. So you can go to one doctor who'll charge you a hundred bucks for physical, another doctor will charge you two hundred dollars for physical, another doctor will charge you three hundred dollars for physical. And the problem with that is, is unless you understand how your insurance policy pays that doctor, you could get stuck with some unexpected out-of-pocket costs. Yep. And that's one thing that Congress has been looking at very closely about how to legislate against unexpected medical costs because you know, you get a bill in the mail and you're like, what? Yeah. And uh, it's because you didn't do your research. Uh, mm. Healthcare has become consumer driven. Mm. And all that means is it's all up to you now. They want you as a consumer to figure out um, what your costs are, make the right choices that will save the insurance company money. Um, it's hard to figure out all this stuff. Healthcare yeah. is a difficult thing to navigate. And that's why there's people like me Mm -hmm. to help you navigate those, um, like to say those wild seas Mm -hmm. of healthcare and keep you from having to walk the plank where the sharks and the other mean, uh, water elements are there to grab you.
1: Exactly. Like for example, um, according to the way it works, um, my my husband and I, you know, make too much money. We don't qualify for, you know, marketplace healthcare. You don't
0: qualify for a subsidy in the marketplace.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you You're you right. do, and that's the whole point too. People get confused on the whole concept of Obamacare. See, I don't want to get Obamacare. Hey, listen, Obamacare coverage is great coverage. It provides coverage for everything. Um, mental health it provides coverage for it provides coverage for drug and alcohol rehab it provides coverage for maternity um, it covers what are called the 10 essential health benefits okay. so which is great if yeah. you need that stuff and also if you have any pre-existing condition you they have to cover you from the get-go mm. I got a phone call from somebody two days ago that uh, her sister had to go in the hospital actually she went in the hospital yesterday for brain surgery wow. Um, Sad thing is, she didn't have insurance. Yeah. But if the marketplace was open, they would cover her as soon as she got that policy. Oh, wow. Which is all great. So that's all about Obamacare. The problem for a lot of people is is that um, they fall within the income level that Catherine's talking about, Mm -hmm. which is you're not making so much money that it's easy to pay the Obamacare rates, Mm -hmm. and you're not making so little money that you're getting a big subsidy. right? So, that's, so that's kind of the...
1: That's why we need Kenneth Wright, the health insurance savant. Because you are going to f- help us figure out exactly how and where to, you know, sign the T's and dot the I's and all that wonderful stuff of information. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, and this, and, but, but the fact of the matter is, Catherine, is that sometimes what I have to tell people is for what you need... You have the best plan, and this is what you're going to have to pay. I'd probably say over half the people I talk to, I end up telling them, you know, you have a good plan, and you need to stay on that plan, because that's the best coverage for you, Um, because what's really important for anybody is that they're covered so that no matter what happens, they don't go bankrupt. Yeah. And that's the other thing about health insurance that people don't quite understand, which is it won't pay for everything. Right but it's not meant to. It's like car insurance. Car insurance doesn't pay for Mm tune-ups. doesn't pay for flat tires. Mm -hmm. doesn't pay to get your car washed. Mm -hmm. I mean, it pays for things that happen to your car. Accidents. It doesn't pay for engine trouble, unless you buy one of those other ones that do that. So that's the same way with health insurance, is that a lot of them won't pay completely for certain kind of testing, and you'll have to pay out of pocket until you meet your deductible. But if something major happens where you end up with a $100,000, $200,000, $300,000 cost, you're not going to have to pay that. You're only going to have to pay a small amount up to maybe $8,000, which isn't small yeah. in the scheme of life. Sure. Well, it's small in the scheme of life. Maybe not small in your expenses for the next six months, right. but
1: that's Absolutely. how health insurance works. Absolutely. So tell us, Kenneth, right, some things about you. What do you do in your – let's just talk about, like, what we do in our fun time when we're not working, uh, when we're yeah, not, I mean, like
0: – Well, my, my fun time right now is – I really do have a really, really great story about this, which is mm-hmm. um, when COVID kicked in, you know, we were all confined. I mean, that, that happened with everybody. Um, I got a real gift from COVID, which is I happen to be the father – of five-year-old twin girls and so from november 15 until june 15 when they would usually be in preschool they were with me every morning from about eight in the morning until about two in the afternoon Mm -hmm. didn't get a lot of work done but to have that time with them and spend that time with them is irreplaceable mm. so one of the things that i spend my free time doing right now is hanging out with my little girls
1: That's so cool. and it is
0: the best thing in the world they are um i don't even explain it it you know I, I i didn't come to parenthood as a 20 year old i know i look pretty good but i'm a few years older than that <laughs> but i came to parenthood what i should have and yeah. uh being a father is one of my greatest, if not my greatest, joy right now. So that's where I spend a lot of my time. Pre-COVID, sure. um, you could find me often every month at the Olympia Theater here in Miami, where I live. Olympia Theater is a classic theater downtown, and they host the monthly Moth Story Slams. And if you're not familiar with the Moth, it's a... Uh, it's, uh, um, the moth is a national storytelling competition Mm. so every month there's a theme and people prepare a five minute uh story and then if you're lucky you get asked up on the stage to tell a story and i've done that a number of times i love it i'm even a story slam winner Mm. so i've gone on the main stage anyways i love doing that i love Mm -hmm. writing i love telling stories um that's that's something else
1: that's awesome. So someone says kids are so much fun. Keeps the happy spirit alive. <laughs> they,
0: they, they, they do, they do. And I, I really one. I have, do have one really cute story, which mm-hmm. is um, kids say the darndest things, right? Mm-hmm. No, but so the other day I was in the car with my girls, and I was singing, and. Um, uh, and one of my girls, uh, they both said, silence, silence. And they call me Pipey and my, my wife, Mimey, silence, Pipey, silence. And I said, okay, but I said, wait a minute. You know, I, I want to talk about the singing thing. And one of the girls said, Constance said, listen, Pipey, I don't want to have to, ar- I don't want to have to argue about this. I don't <laughs> have to fight about this. <laughs> so so she's taking the dominant position. Listen, Pipey. I don't want to have a fight about this, but you know it was just like hilarious, and it was something that I don't know about you, uh, you know, Catherine. But I never could have seen myself saying that to my parents. Sure. Listen, that was something they said to me. Yeah. Listen, we're not going to fight about this.
1: That is so cute. Uh, Yeah, they have your your spunk, your sense of humor. Your fun personality, you know, it all right there in that moment it came out, yeah. right? That so that's yeah. so cool. So yeah, um, you know, you had mentioned that, you know, you didn't come into parenthood earlier in your like say twenties or whatever. But I think that being a parent later on in life is such a gift because you have more time, more patience you know yeah you have yeah. more experience you ha- you you can settle down a little bit more cuz like when you're like in your teens or 20 and you have a baby it's like you feel like maybe you can't experience life anymore or something like that but if you're like older an older parent you can be like you know what i already lived my life i can concentrate on these children 100% you know, it's
0: really funny. It's really interesting that you say that. Um, I have a like a personal story regarding my father to share about that, which is my dad really struggled with fatherhood as a, as a young man. Mm-hmm. And um, he wasn't, again, just didn't get it. Yeah. Um, you know, just didn't know, didn't understand the responsibility. Not that he was a bad guy or whatever, but just he was living his life. Yeah. You know, that's what he was doing. And he said to me probably when he was about my age, Okay. he said to me um, in a very intimate moment we were sitting down and he said i just didn't know what it was supposed to I, what I was what I was supposed to be doing to be a father I just just didn't know I just wasn't yeah. I basically wasn't ready yeah. and I just remember that it was a really bittersweet moment of acknowledgement from him about his his absence um when we were younger but also an acknowledgement that you know sometimes people aren't ready for it and I've had an incredibly fulfilling life. I've been all around the world. Whatever, I, I'm a endurance cyclist. I've climbed mountains. Cool. I've swum seas. Um, you know, I've done a million things. Um, big hiker, camper, backpacker. Been every. You know, anyways. Yeah. Cool. You know. Yeah, intrepid world traveler. Blah blah blah. Right. <laughs> but the cool. But the, you know, the whole thing is, is like. Think of anything i'd, I'd be, rather do almost than deal with my girls yeah absolutely so um cool yeah and and i don't know if i could have done that when i was young right I, I, i'm not so caught up in so many other things that i was caught up in when i was that age
1: yeah so anyways, i hear you but. okay so somebody was explaining to me i had a conversation with uh, another health insurance yes i did and uh, there were Educating me on uh, HMO, PPO, and EPO, right? These are the things that you know? Yes? Yeah, I know
0: all about those. You're right, though. No. And those are things that drive people crazy. Those are things that drive people crazy. I was talking to somebody this morning, um, and he's trying to figure out what kind of plan he has, and he's a he's a smart guy. And he says, well, I want to pay this amount. I said, well, then, you know, if you pay that amount, you're going to have to be in an HMO. Well, what does that mean? I mean, you're going to have a very small network, Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to get permission to see your specialists. Well, but but I don't want that. Well, then you have the other option. You have an EPO, which is a little more flexibility, or a PPO with a little more flexibility. The networks are bigger, and they're more expensive. And, And the question is, is that what do you really need? And I always advise people a couple of things. Number one is... Um, and this is regarding network. Yeah. When you're in your 20s and 30s, you probably don't need a giant network mm-hmm. um, because your needs are going to be limited. What I mean by that is that you're probably not going to get a catastrophic illness. Again, we're playing the odds here, right? Sure. And, and HMO is going to be usually cheaper. Mm-hmm. So that might be the best way to go as you age, mm-hmm. your needs might increase. And then it isn't about the doctor you need today, it's a doctor you might need tomorrow. So then you wanna be able to have more opportunity to see more specialists if you need to. Um, okay. The company that I work with, um, we have a product that uh, it provides access to Cleveland Clinic, Mayo Clinic, MD Anderson in Houston, Sloan, cool. Kettering in New York, nice. um, all the top-notch hospitals and facilities and doctors across the country.
1: Nice.
0: Now, if you're 25 years old, that might not be important to you. Sure.
1: But
0: if mm-hmm. you're 35 and 40, it's starting to get important to you. Mm-hmm. If you're 50, it better be damn important to you because mm-hmm. you might need that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of like the whole HMO, uh, PPO thing. It really depends upon what your needs might be. Also, most HMOs don't provide limited coverage outside your own geographic area, mm-hmm. so you're going to have more out-of-pocket costs. Um, but the other thing I do want to talk about that's kind of related to this is deductibles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I have people a lot of times say, God, I have such a large deductible.
1: Okay.
0: You know, I have an $8,000 deductible or I have a $5,000 deductible, or, mm-hmm. and, they, and they'll and they say, I want to pay more and lower my deductible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll pay $300 more so my deductible goes from 8000 to $5,000. Yeah. My response always is, why? Mm. Well, what happens if I have to use that? I said, well, the fact is, if you're paying $300 more a month, that's $3,600 more for the year you're paying out-of-pocket. that the insurance company's not going to give you back. Right. Hmm. So unless you expect to incur $4,000 in out-of-pocket costs, pay that lower premium. Have that higher deductible. I mean, that's just smart, smart business.
1: Yeah. And people
0: just see those numbers and get freaked out. Mm -hmm. Um, I say always pay less now Mm -hmm. with the idea that if you have to pay more, okay, then you have to pay it. But Mm -hmm. oftentimes you won't.
1: Gotcha. Okay, I have a question for you. Have this instance where a couple of years ago we were going to do our taxes, right? Like yep. regular every year thing, and yep. they were, yep. and we didn't have health insurance that year, so they charged us a whole bunch of money. Can you please speak on that, like why no that happened, or is that going to happen, happen again? It, it, it had, yeah that that was
0: part that was one of the that was one of the foundations of Obamacare, which oh, was okay. that um, if you didn't buy a health insurance policy, you would be charged either. 650 bucks, or right around there, or up to two percent of your income. That was what I believe it was. So, you probably got stuck on that, yeah, right, because you made more you needed to. Um, one of the things that President Trump did that people like, Mm -hmm. uh, universally, I believe, is he eliminated that, he made that no longer enforceable. Um, and I do not believe that. Uh, president Biden's going to bring that back. That was something that President Trump did. And uh, so you got stuck. You got, this was before Trump was president. I'm sure that this happened.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's no longer enforced. You don't have to okay. worry about that.
1: Okay. Whew. Because I was like, tax season is coming. And, <laughs> you know, they're going to charge. Yeah, no, 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 so. no. You
0: don't have to worry about that. But if you don't have health insurance, you need to talk to the a
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Tell us where people can find you. Your your Um, email. They can
0: find me in Miami. Um, I'm in Coral Gables, and if you uh, get off uh, the uh, (laughs) get off the highway at uh, 27th Avenue, you just drive about two miles, 22nd Avenue, about two miles um, west, and I'm on the corner of Southwest 19th Street and 22nd Avenue. Cool. um, Right across from Shenandoah Park.
1: Yeah. No, I know that's
0: spot. I know that's not what you meant. They can find me um, at the dot Perfect. They can find me. Um, they can text the word savant s a v a n t to twenty one thousand and get my e card. That again is savant cool. to twenty one thousand and get my e card.
1: Okay. Um, Perfect. Cool deal. So, but there is something else. Okay. There is
0: something else I wanted wanted to talk about for yeah. a minute. Yeah. um besides health insurance okay. and i could talk about health insurance forever and know what you're probably not going to want to listen to it um the other thing i want to talk about is and, and Catherine's kind of in the same problem, the same boat somewhat is me about this is that how many how many uh meetings how many uh, zooms did you do last year do you think uh
1: 2020
0: yeah about well, how
1: many i started from july to december probably yeah. over 100 i don't know
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I counted, I did about 200 okay. last year. Yeah. 200, you know, and I probably met, when I say met, I mean spoke with yeah. individually, you know, almost a 1,000 people. Wow. And when I talk about, and I, Catherine definitely is a testament to this, is that mm-hmm. she had a good year last year. This has been, Zoom has been good for her, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, Zoom's been good for her. Zoom has been good for me. I know a lot of people I talked to, it was not very good. And they complained about the lack of connections, Mm -hmm. the lack of being able to really meet people and do business the way they thought they would. And um, I'm here to say that one of the major reasons people struggle in these environments isn't that they don't come across well. It's just that there really is a lack of positioning who are they really trying to reach? They haven't really figured that out. So yeah. they're talking to everybody about everything. And then secondly, is they're not branded effectively? Yeah. Um, if you're in a field like insurance, like I am, or you're in a field like finance, or you're a coach, there are so many people in these rooms speaking about the same type of thing. Right, Catherine? Yes. Absolutely. And they, they really are. And they all have wonderful gifts. And y'all can offer wonderful things, yeah. but it's hard to differentiate them.
1: Yeah,
0: um, Branding and positioning is critical to anybody's business. And the reason I'm bringing it up is it's true. Uh, my background, even though I do health insurance now and I've been in the field for 30 years, mm-hmm. it wasn't through wanting to do insurance that I got here. Okay. I got here because my background was in business development sales, and positioning and branding. I'd spent a couple of years, um, spent a few years on Madison Avenue I, on a team that developed some products everyone's aware of, like view disposable contact lenses, coffee liquid. It fills your refrigeration area now. There's more of that than regular milk, different flavors. I worked on those things. So I really have a good understanding of branding, and that's why when I launched the Health Insurance Savant, it was really a way to differentiate myself from the rest of the people out there right now i'm not well, saying know. that i'm not going to say that hard work and um you know whatever mindset <laughs> and all that stuff isn't important because it
1: is yeah but it's but, a but, whole, but, it's a yeah, whole put, thing that you put together and then you make it your brand, and then that's what you put out to the world. And then they're like, oh, okay, well, I've seen that there somewhere with this other person. And I totally get it. Totally. Yeah, like, I that, agree that's with exactly
0: you." exactly it. So, that, so that's one of the things that I do help people with. Okay. Um, I have i I'm the principal of a business called Business Fertilizers, mm-hmm. where we make sure that your sh- doesn't stink. <laughs> um, can't say that word on radio.
1: it's a family show remember it's a family show
0: (laughs) exactly but i mean so if anybody out there's struggling with that i'm more than willing to kind of you know give you you uh talk to you about how to go about doing that um i enjoy that very very much but Mm -hmm. it's just i found that to be such a need in these rooms
1: yeah absolutely so erica is asking for your website actually. Okay. Because, uh, we it's said, not LOL. No, it's not. She's just <laughs> like, she's just a sweet girl and she's laughs at everything I say, which is super cute. And she probably thinks you're funny too. So she's just like, LOL. Yeah. So the, Eri-
0: yeah. Erica, my website is, uh, the health insurance, savant.com. www. The health insurance, But I mean, maybe the simplest thing also is just to text, Savant, S-A-V-A-N-T, do $21,000. you will get my e-card. It'll give you access to everything.
1: And then she's also asking, you help with branding businesses?
0: I do. I do help with branding businesses.
1: Yay. <laughs> I love yeah. it.
0: I mean, that's another great question, too, which is, you know, the whole issue right now is a lot of people want to brand their name or brand themselves. There's reasons to brand yourself. There's reason to brand. Come up with a brand name for a business, mm-hmm. like I think Catherine has come up with Pink Cloud Nine, and that is a. And I don't even know what it meant until she explained it. Right. Um, but I mean, that is a, a, that's something people are going to remember. Yeah. And it speaks to her and who she is. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not that the name Catherine Salamanca isn't a cool name and be a great brand to work around, but it'll take quite a while for, pe- for that to sink into people's heads. Yeah, it's a, little, like it's a
1: little too boring for my side. <laughs> you know, I'm like, ugh, you know, whatever. And then uh, a lot of people don't know Salamanca is a, a small town in Spain, and it's also a university. Yeah. And so by the time I finish with that story, they're just like, oh, okay. But Pink Cloud 9 is like, wait a minute, pink clouds? Yeah. Nine, yeah. it's so yeah. exciting, but Catherine Salamanca <laughs> is 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 a little bit more blah on my side. So now, there's Salamanca
0: you. in in where where in Spain is it?
1: It's uh you know somewhere down there close to uh, <laughs> <laughs> close you to what? Me. I don't know. I don't know. Is I it have in the no south idea. South of
0: Spain or the north of Spain or
1: I have no clue. Like
0: because I, I mean because if it's in the south of Spain, it's where they do the um.
1: Castellano? Where
0: they, where they do the uh...
1: yeah oh, f- the gypsy stuff? The oh, what was yeah. Well, we're. we're... What that clap? The kicking, clapping, dancing. I need to get more uh, flamenco. into my... flamenco.
0: That where they do the flamenco dance.
1: Flamenco. Okay, I need to get more in touch with the culture. I'm telling you, I am so Americanized. It's insane. Okay. Yeah. Well, my
0: grandparents are from Mexico and. Okay. And I didn't grow up speaking Spanish because I grew up in the north. I grew up in Michigan. And the city I lived in was separated by a river. And it's just like really separated by a river. The blacks and Mexicans on one side and the whites on the other side. Mm. My dad uh, was English and German, and he was a uh, dairy farmer, married my mom, and they lived on the white side of town. Mm. And the idea was you do not speak Spanish Mm. on this side of town you know it was really so I lost all that which is sad Yeah. but I was fortunate to live in Texas for a long time so I spent a lot of time in Mexico and now I live in Miami where you can't get by without speaking some Spanish so it's ironic how it's come full circle
1: yes absolutely well we have run out of time unfortunately because I would talk with Ken Wright the health insurance savant forever if I could so tell us Some last words before we say adieu.
0: Um, One thing you need to do
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) is make sure, before we say adieu, one thing I will tell you to do is just um, if you are not on a group plan, Mm -hmm. if you are not on Medicare, February 15th is a time you can again look at your coverage. You can reach out to me, yep. go into the phone book. Well, there's no more phone books, right? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> go find a phone book somewhere, reach out to me, Google health insurance, do whatever, but try and see if you can find something that makes more sense for you right now. Yeah. And please, please do not go without health insurance right now. I mean, thank God that COVID um, it, rates are starting to drop again.
1: Yeah.
0: But just so you know, the average cost of somebody who's hospitalized with COVID was $78,000. Wow. Now, that's the average cost. So, you do not want to have that happen to you. So, just be sure you take care of yourself. Um, and, of course, what I will always say is why use an agent when you could choose the self
1: Exactly. Ooh. All right, well, it's been so much fun. Thank you so much for being here, um, Erica, Larry, Facebook user, Wendy. I mean, all of you guys, thank you so much Larry, for your support. Rayson. Larry,
0: thanks for coming on. And listen, I do. I will give a plug for Larry. Okay. Um, you know, I don't know much about Kangen um, Water, but Larry's a great guy, and he sells it, and it sounds great. So Larry Schneider, look for him, Yeah. and... Uh, Um, if you've got medical needs that water can help, you might not even know it. Larry can help you with that. Yeah, absolutely. uh,
1: And, uh, Erica is uh, an amazing children's book author. Oh,
0: I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. And Wendy is with, um, the Life app.
0: Yeah, 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 Mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. I I, I think I need to connect with Erica because I know about her books. I do have five-year-olds, so I'd love to, uh, you know, connect with her about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. She's got amazing books, amazing, and in Spanish, too, so you never know. Maybe you can, you know, start reading to the kids in Spanish. Why not?
0: Yeah, we we're reading them in Spanish. They speak Spanish, go. kind of. See? You know?
1: Perfect. Okay, cool. So uh, I wanted to give one last shout out to also Epic Business Connections. We uh, are part of that as well. Uh, We do a lot of networking, and so we meet each other in different, you know, rooms and stuff like that. So if you're not networking, people, you are missing out on half the world is networking, actually. No, if you're not
0: networking, you're not working
1: exactly i didn't want to say it but it's true no i no but yeah yeah
0: and epic connections is easy to find at Mm ninja-networking.com um and they have a bunch of meetings around the country so around the
1: country pacific northwest florida georgia orlando um just everywhere north carolina uh rally durham where you know uh there's just so many y'all gotta get connected. All right, so if you want some uh, networking, get a hold of me and I'll hook you up with a few of them that I know. Thank you so much, Kenneth Wright, the health insurance savant. Make sure to get a hold of him for your health insurance needs. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a Thank great day. Thank
0: you so day. much, Catherine, for having me. You're a pleasure. Been looking forward to this. Okay. Um, can't wait to see that movie of yours. Good. I see in the background. When are we doing a viewing?
1: Uh it's actually coming up. Uh, if you really want, I can send you the link to the. I uh, awesome! I'll do that then.
0: I don't say those words. But you can see them in the back of her, yeah, over her shoulder there. I know. I know.
1: <laughs> it's subliminal. <laughs> All right. Good talking to you. Thank you so much bye, for bye being bye. here. Thank you.